Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Dollars and Cents show. This is Carol Topp from homeschoolcpa.com. And I want to remind you that when I podcast, I'm not doing it alone. I'm part of a network called the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, which is a group of homeschoolers who podcast about homeschooling. So you can find podcasts of all kinds. Something's got to probably pique your interest, whether you are brand new and would like advice from vintage homeschoolers, or whether you are homeschooling uh, for a long time and maybe have high schoolers, there's podcasts for you. So make sure you check out the other podcasts available at Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. And I'll put a post to that in the show notes, which you can find over at my website, homeschoolcpa.com slash podcast. Hey, you know on social media how sometimes there was something called Throwback Thursdays where you would post a picture of something from your past on Thursdays? Well, since this podcast usually airs on Thursdays, I'm going to do something similar. I'm going back into my archives of blog posts from when I first started blogging. And that was, believe it or not, 10 years ago, 2008. And I'm pulling up some of the blog posts that I wrote back then, and I'm going to share the information as a podcast. Because what I found is uh, some of the things that I wrote about Back in 2008, I'm still getting asked today, 10 years later, uh, which means that these are just some of the same questions that you're probably having today. You know, and the reason why 10 years later, homeschool leaders are asking me the same questions about running their homeschool organizations is because there are brand new homeschool leaders, right? Homeschooling is growing and groups are forming every day, and some of these leaders Uh, you know, have never faced some of the questions that they're asking me. So I think it's time to have a throwback Thursday and go back and pull up some of the questions that were asked back then and answer them now. So this episode is going to be about insurance and in particular about something called directors and officers insurance, sometimes called D&O or D&O. If you say it quickly, D&O insurance, directors and officers insurance. So originally I was asked a question way back in 2008 from a a homeschool leader who had seven people on her board and she was asking about getting uh, directors and officers insurance. They already had what's called general liability insurance. And you might think of that as being more property and person insurance. So a person gets hurt or the property is damaged because your homeschool group is meeting in this property, uh, like a, like a, a church building or a community building, then that, ho- that host, that landlord, probably wants you to have general liability insurance. And you should probably have that if your group is renting space. And you can read about different types of insurance over at my website, homeschoolcpa.com. Go to the resources page, articles, and you'll find some articles there about insurance. But that's not the kind of insurance I want to talk about today. I want to talk about another kind called D&O insurance. And some people call this insurance for the board, or I've seen it called also um, liability or lawsuit insurance. Okay. And what this insurance does is it kind of pr- it protects 
your leaders if a lawsuit is brought against the organization and in particular the leaders. Okay, so let me tell you what I answered this person who's saying basically do we need directors and officers insurance. Here's what I wrote. This type of insurance is to protect leaders from being personally sued for liability. Insurance agents uh, have told me that these policies start at about $1,000 a year. And they explained that that's pretty expensive because of the litigious society that exists in America today. People are suing people. And also, DNO or directors and officers policies cover litigation over employees' issues, such as sexual harassment in the workplace or wrongful termination. So let me stop right there and explain. As I started researching the types of insurance, I learned that there are insurance to cover all kinds of things and let's break it down into two parts one is the physical injury and then non-physical injuries so physical injury would be like bodily injury to a person or injury to a building property um, that you're using and that's what your general liability policy covers but then there's this non-physical harm and that's kind of what directors and officers insurance covers, non-bodily injury, non-physical harm. And usually directors and officers liability comes from typically things related to two things, employees, employee-related claims against your group, or mismanagement of funds. And somebody's upset about the way you have managed the money and is suing you guys as the board because you're, you're responsible for managing the money well. So those lawsuits about mismanagement of funds might come from inside your group, board members suing other board members, or come from outside your group, like your state's attorney general's office gets some complaints, finds out you guys have been mismanaging the money, and brings a lawsuit. Uh, so the other type of claim that directors and officers insurance covers is employment-related. And that would be because you have employees and uh, they usually sue for two basic reasons. One is that they were fired uh, and they think that was wrong. It's called wrongful termination. You fired them and maybe you didn't have grounds or improper grounds and they're suing the leaders of the organization. Or the other one would be um, harassment in the workplace and typically sexual harassment in the workplace, meaning you're, as the leaders, responsible because you did not create a working environment that they could work in. They were, they were sexually harassed and they sue you. Okay, so now that you know a little bit about directors and officers insurance, what you need to do is sit back and talk to your board about risk. Okay, what is the risk of us having a lawsuit brought against us for the, for the things that directors and officers insurance covers? Remember, mismanagement of funds. Well, there's a whole lot you can do to manage your funds properly. And I wrote a whole book called Money Management in a Homeschool Organization. And in there I have a list of best practices that you should do. You should have a treasurer, uh, you know, and you should separate the duties of the treasurer and have checks and balances and, and all these very important things. So that's pretty easy to manage and uh, save uh, paying $1,000 premiums for directors and officers insurance. Uh, the other thing you need to look at is, hey, what about our employees? First of all, a lot of homeschool groups don't even hire employees. They're all volunteers or sometimes they're independent contractors. And so long as you obey the guidelines in the contract, what's spelled out in the contract, there's very little grounds to sue you. 
create a, an environment that doesn't have sexual harassment, you know, <laughs> protect people from that. And the, you will lessen the risk of having those kinds of lawsuits brought against you. So the other thing would be wrongful termination. If you do hire employees, get some advice of what you do when you think you have to fire someone. You know, uh, do things properly. There's stuff to learn about that. So you might decide that a lot of these things, like uh, employees, don't apply to your group. Or you think you're doing an excellent job of managing the funds. And you may think there's really no need to have that director's and officer's insurance. And that's what most homeschool groups determine, that they just don't have enough risk to warrant the need for director's and officer's insurance. Because the groups are small, don't hire employees, manage their finances well. They probably carry general liability. Remember, that was to protect for physical harm either to people bodily injuries or to property that you know buildings and property you might damage hopefully accidentally damage because of the use of your their building but there might be people who say i don't want to serve on this nonprofit board unless i'm sure that there is a directors and officers policy in place and it protects me so you know Wow, then you're stuck with, do maybe I can't have this person on my board because we can't afford directors and officers insurance and we just don't think there's a need for it. So we want to make wise use of the money even if you think you can't afford it. The, the other thing you should probably do is talk to that person who won't come without the DNO insurance and say, hey, listen, we've put some other practices in place to lessen our risk. And one of the best things you could do would be to form as a nonprofit corporation in your state because that limits the liability to the corporation and therefore your leaders are not subject to their personal assets being affected here. It's not the same as having an insurance policy. So let me explain. Having limited liability in the form of a corporation, nonprofit corporation in your state, is is sort of like putting the fence around the house, okay? But limiting the liability to the house, in this in this case the homeschool group's money and assets. Okay, that limits liability. What insurance does is pay the claim if there is one. So again it's probably less likely that homeschool groups need directors and officers insurance but god forbid if you did uh, you're going to be glad that you have it because it will pay the claim and then your group can still continue to exist because the insurance pays the claim not your own personal uh, the group's rather checking account or savings account okay so you can imagine that large nonprofit organizations like hospitals, okay, certainly have directors and officers insurance because they have lots of employees and they can't know them all and they can't be seeing everything that goes on in their group. And there there might be um, lawsuits brought against hosp- the hospital board for mismanagement of funds or things like that. When you're a small homeschool group, you need to weigh the pros and cons of whether you want to have this directors and officers insurance or whether you think the risk is so small that it doesn't warrant you needing that. 
So, hey, that was a question I answered way back in 2008, and I've answered it several times since. I hope you found it helpful. hope you found this is something you can bring up and discuss with your group. Take, take notes um, about your decisions so future board members know why you decided either to buy director's and officer's insurance or whether you decided to forego it. And I hope uh, you find the information you need. Make sure you check out homeschoolcpa.com. That's my website for homeschool leaders where you're going to find blog posts and probably other podcasts to help you be the best leader you can be. Thanks for what you're doing. Uh, I'm sure you are not thanked enough, but you're doing great work. Keep it up. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Top here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.